My name is West Givens, and welcome back to the Tungsten Originals podcast. This week, I sat down with stand-up comedian, filmmaker, and good friend of mine, Haley Morris. We talked about getting bullied on the school bus, becoming funny, and that one time Haley got into a fight in middle school. I had a ton of fun on this one, so I really hope you enjoy episode 12 of the Tungsten Originals podcast. Oh my. Let's hold that note as long as we can. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. How are Haley you? Haley Morris. I'm good. We've we've been here for what? This is, it just hit 10 minutes on the recording. Oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> happy 10 minutes. Happy 10 minutes. Did you have like friends growing up that would celebrate their like three month anniversary and stuff like that? Um, By growing up, do you mean as a child? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. One of my I friends guess, like, got married in like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, good for them. Good for him. Um, so I had friends in middle school who definitely did the whole like, yeah, three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was funny because they would use it as like a, we just celebrated our 10 week anniversary. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I'm like, well, probably because you guys hated each other. <laughs> Exactly. He got you a necklace from Claire's. Oh my God, it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. Or he stole his mother's necklace. Oh my God. His mother's name is Claire. Oh no, Claire. (laughs) Poor Claire. Mrs. Claire. What if the store Claire's is just all the shit that children have stolen from their parents? I think it might be. I think it might. That might be a new conspiracy theory that we can get started up. I like that. Did you ever heard of like have you did you have a place called uh, Libby Lou's when you were I've never never okay. heard those words said before. I knew that would be a stretch because it was a store for young girls and it mm. was just like There are no young girls in Mississippi. Well, I knew that, but <laughs> I used to go as a kid mm-hmm. for birthday parties and it was for girl birthday parties and you oh. could like dance around in the store and oh, it's like an makeovers. event space. Kind of, but like you okay. could buy stuff. Yeah. And it was really interesting, but every time I went there I got so sick afterwards. It was like <laughs> I went clubbing and was on too much E and then came home and just started vomiting. But you're like 13. Glitter in my hair. <laughs> yeah. It was so, and I'd have like a Webkins in my hand like, <laughs> Bongo, you and me, we got to make it through this. Bongo, I'll get an Uber, I swear. <laughs> Mr. Hippo, please. <laughs> <laughs> just naming animals Mr. Water. and then whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. <laughs> you, um... You said makeover, and that made me think. Makeovers don't make sense to me because TV shows, like the Today Show, will make a big deal out of giving someone a makeover. Oh, but yeah. what happens like the next day? Yeah, because they don't <laughs> teach them how to do no, it. No, they just do it, and then they look good for like thirty minutes, and then they take pictures, and it's like, well, that's we it. We changed the life. <laughs> they just try to keep the makeup on for as long as yeah, they can. exactly. Like that scene in eighth grade where she like lays down with her makeup. You oh know? yeah, yeah. I really liked that movie. It's a fantastic movie, actually. Um, high school, I got a makeover at like really? Ulta. So they offer like. Did you like win a prize or something? Uh, I won a judgmental mother, and she was able. Wait, to <laughs> wait, what? No, my mom just really wanted to take. <laughs> oh, me. you. Uh, well, actually, that's not fair. I asked to go yeah. get a makeover because like I didn't know anything about makeup, and I yeah. went, and holy shit, like that did not help. That lady, yeah. caked it on. I didn't look yeah, like exactly. the same person. Like yeah. I sent pictures to my friends, and they were all like. Who has Haley Smith? Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, Rooney. <laughs> yeah, not a fun experience. I feel like makeovers need to come naturally, where it's like you pick up people. Obviously, talking to you, you're the expert of yes, this. Yes, 100%. A makeup That's why guru. I started this company, was to uh, do break into tutorials? the makeup. Yeah. No one's making makeup tutorials, so I feel like I can really get into that market. It's not a big market right It's now. really not. I feel and like I'm I don't see enough that. of it. Yeah. yeah. You know what you should do next? What's up? Slime videos. Mm, that's a good idea. Oh, that's very untapped. Like, okay, think about like stuff you could mix in. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. Yeah. Hair. Um. Oh, what if I ate a bunch of food at one time? Oh, I like that. Like a uh, something. What would it be called? Like I'm gonna um, pull this out of my ass. Like, Not like a mukbang or something. Like a mukbang. Yeah. I was thinking like crunchy, fu- fuck. That's Crunch my fuck. favorite shell, Silverstein. <laughs> 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 So Haley, yes. Tell me about yourself. I, I introduced you at the beginning. I don't know what I said because that is in the future. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I said that you're a stand-up comedian. Probably. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you so I'm at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Do you have people saying, "Tell me a joke"? Oh, all the time. Really? It's oh, really no. sad though because sometimes it's family members and oh, you shit. can't be an asshole. <laughs> um, one time though. My mom, she owns a business, and yeah. she has coworkers. Oh, bull brag. 
<laughs> and I mean, right. it's well, my parents, Amazon. So my parents have this business, and my mom like runs the office. Yeah. And I came into the office over Christmas break, and I'm an adult. Yes. And, but when I go to my mom's work, they see me as like the boss's kid. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I walked in, and my mom had hired somebody new, and she was very nice, and she was very, very like loud and bombastic and excited to meet me bombastic is a really good word by the way thank you so much you're so welcome i hate people like that i do <laughs> yeah, need no, to I say get that. yeah if you're it's like too much i don't like people who hug the first time they meet me mm, did i do that you did do that oh no and you're lucky you made it this far <laughs> but i guess you couldn't really leave because it was in the middle of mississippi exactly well i could have found a way but <laughs> like Uber. you did okay because you said as you were coming up you're like i'm gonna give you a hug because you're staying at my house <laughs> i was like yeah that's funny okay but she was like hi it's so great to see you uh, and i was like yeah. it's not we don't know each other and you don't yeah. need to we're adults you don't know what this. you're saying so she like she's like i'm gonna say in her 30s yeah and she says like your mom was telling me you're a comedian and your dad is saying you're really funny and oh, i was like no. i was like thanks like thanks a lot and she's like tell me a joke and oh, i was like god I don't really want to. My mom's like in the room next door. You really said you don't want to? I said I don't. Props to you. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I don't really like, you know, you got to write them. And she's like, come on, you, you like yeah. your parents said you just did a show. And I had oh, like no. two days before. And so she's like, like, just tell me a joke. Come on. Like, you're a comedian. Be a real comedian. Whoa. Yeah. And a oh, wow. Be a real comedian. Be a real comedian. And I'm like, Damn. Uh, okay. Like, I don't think I'm going to. Like, I start to walk away and she's like, no, no, no. No, come on like just do it and she like pulls over another co-worker and she's like come on oh, the comedian's no. gonna tell us a joke oh no and i'm getting really pissed and she's like come on like blah 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 and everyone in the office thinks of me as like i'm cute little Haley. And yeah point of hair and she'll tell a joke and i hate that oh my god and so i go okay so i'm fucking this guy and he has a foot fetish and they both like both of the co-workers yeah. like <gasps> Oh, that's like, great. Reel back. And yeah. my mom hears it from the other room. And she, like, pokes her head out really <laughs> fast. And she's like, what the? F like, what are. Yeah. Haley? Haley. What's like, your middle name? Ray Morris. Haley Ray Morris. Please don't steal my identity. <laughs> but she pokes her head in, and she's like, Haley. And I was like, sorry. And, like, I'm like, I'll tell you guys the rest of the show later. <laughs> I didn't have a joke. I was just going to keep saying. Oh, nice. I came up with a joke, like, later that day in case they asked. Yeah. But, like, I just wanted to say something that would get them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, totally. I was just annoyed. And I'm that's not fair, but I like doing stuff like that. No, I think that's fair. Because imagine walking up, like, I'm walking up to my dad. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I'm an accountant. I'm like, do taxes right now for me. That is terribly annoying. Did they, has, like, did they not ask you again? They, I have that? avoided her ever since. Okay, I don't, nice. like, she, I think, quit. So yeah. I don't care anymore. And none of the other coworkers are rude enough to do that. Okay, good. Um, The r worst situation I've ever had with like, it wasn't tell me a joke, but it was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to say comedian culture where it's mm. like, oh, funny man. Like, here's like w how I'm supposed to treat you. Yeah. I did a show recently that I was actually really proud of. It was the first show where it wasn't an open mic. But it was like I was an opener yeah. for an actual comedian. That's it awesome. Was, yeah, it was still at like it's a bar called Wormhole, mm -hmm. and it in was Savannah. Yeah, and it mm -hmm. was you know a small bar. Yeah. But I performed for like three people total at these open yeah. mics, and it was a full like bar, and That's I was awesome. I was pretty excited. Mm -hmm. I'm the first opener. There's two other openers, and then there's uh like our headliner. Yeah. And I was the first opener, and I got off stage, talked to the comedians a little bit. I went over to the bar. Or I'm sorry, I sat down alone at a table <laughs> to watch the stand-up. Yeah. And a guy sat down at my table, an adult man. And I'm, like, very clearly, for the listeners, I'm, like, a 21-year-old a girl. And I, yeah. I was sitting alone, which probably wasn't my best idea, but he comes over and he starts talking to me. Mm -hmm. And I had talked about, like, my anxiety on stage. And he says, Oh, like, so this was post you doing this. This is post that. me. I okay. had just done it, and there's another, like... Uh, opener yeah, up right yeah, now okay. and I'm watching him and these are people I know who I've talked to yeah. and this guy just starts a conversation with me full volume during the show Oh shit! and it's very clearly rude everyone's looking yeah. at him but he comes over and he's like hey do you really like have anxiety and I was like what I was like yeah uh, I do and he was like oh well you did pretty good on stage and I was like thanks he's like I think that one joke about concerts you need to just cut out completely though <laughs> and I was like Okay, um, 
thank you for your input yeah um i'm gonna watch the comedian like kind of just pointing like okay well we're like and he's like you know i have anxiety too and i'm like oh my god okay i i thought the next line was gonna be like let's talk about it back at my uh one room apartment like (laughs) exactly i was expecting the worst and he just kept telling me like it started off oh that's cool that you talked about this but maybe you shouldn't talk about this he starts telling me like you were too sexual in that one joke that joke was too dark how long was the the set my set was like five minutes okay. like a tight five so he brought up a bunch of to critique yeah <laughs> like oh you didn't seem very confident in this one you seem better in this one you're very clearly a confident person but you need to show more of that on stage and there's a comic doing their set yeah while you're doing this mm-hmm. oh my god one of the other comics who's not on stage right then walks up to our table and says like you guys are talking at full volume this guy is trying to do his stand-up shut the fuck up so you got dragged into it i got dragged into oh it and no. i was so embarrassed That's and terrible. so luckily that got the guy to leave a second guy comes up to me at a like i go and sit in the very back next to the sound like board yeah, yeah, where yeah. the guy is like running everything yeah. another guy comes up to me and does the exact same thing Jeez. tells me like you need to cut that joke out you need to be more confident on stage. You need to move around more on stage. You know, you need to just get started faster. Like, giving me oh pointers. God. And I asked him, have you ever done stand-up? He goes, oh, no. I'm like, cool. <sighs> yeah. Thanks. And he starts telling me, like, but I've seen Joe Rogan, and I, I've seen Pete Holmes, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. That's the gatekeeping. Yeah. So <laughs> they, it, it's so weird. A lot of people think that if you watch stand-up, then you understand it. You can yeah. see the points that they're making, everything that they're doing, and you can replicate it and do it on stage. Like and it's memorizing lines yeah, or it, something. And it, even that is hard to do. You know, yeah. it's not <laughs> for some reason people think because it's one person alone on a stage with no props, it's easy. And that's not the case. Which might actually makes it probably the hardest. I yeah, I form. I hate to be that person who's like, It's the hardest art form that there is out there. Yeah. But it genuinely like you have to be able to keep people's attention yeah the entire time yeah so i know what i do wrong and like i know like <laughs> yeah. i can leave the stage and be like i know exactly yeah, what i yeah, fucked yeah. up and know that like next time i need to try to work on it yeah but i don't know it's so annoying like i've had that on a few occasions where just it's always like i hate to be that art kid it's always old white dudes who come up really? to me and they're like let me tell you how like um, yeah. Bill Burr does it. And I'm like, I know how oh, Bill wow. Burr does it. They think they like understand comedy because they've seen Bill Burr on They've like Conan O'Brien's show. Yeah. And wow. God, the I would pay money to just have the guts <laughs> to be like, shut the fuck yeah. up. I don't like you have no say in this. Yeah, totally. That's my big tangent about uh, old white guys at comedians. I really <laughs> want to work it into a bit. Right. Yeah. Like at the end of my stand, I'm like, real quick, uh, run through. Make sure you don't leave any trash around. Don't fucking talk to me after I leave the stage. I'm yeah. not into making friends. Yeah. <laughs> if your name is Keith, Richard, Sam, Robert, I yeah. don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. West. <laughs> <laughs> if your name is West Merriweather Givens, do not <laughs> invite me on your podcast. I didn't know your middle name was Merriweather. Yeah, it comes from Merriweather Lewis of Lewis and Clark. I'm Ooh. directly related. Well, n- well, not directly because he didn't have kids, mm-hmm. but like he was gay. You can trace it back. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm, LGBT represent in the sky. <laughs> exactly. Lewis and Clark was planes, right? <laughs> What's up? Are you? <laughs> Who invented? <laughs> First off, that is now the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, no. <laughs> Lewis yeah, no. and Clark. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the Wright brothers. No. Lewis and Clark not ro- explored I'm the West <laughs> with Sacagawea. No. Oh, they're the racist ones. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, I'm just going to turn on itself with no okay, knowledge of what perfect. you're saying. Okay, sweet. <laughs> That's great. Sacagawea, the lady who like hated them. She like talked mad shit about them. Did she really? Yeah. Did she drop a disc track about Lewis and Clark? Did you not hear it? I haven't yet. She like Kendrick's She's on She's in it. Team 10 now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised there hasn't been a rapper that's like XX Sacagawea or something. XX Sacagawea. Well, you know, because that's like a thing now. Everyone's rap names are just like gamer tags. Why is that? I, I mean, don't know. Like, uh, what would yours be? Oh, man. Well, my gamer tag used to be try hard engage, which is uh, lame. 
Hold on, I'm trying to think. Try hard, engage. Meaning right? like, I'm gonna try hard on this game. So, oh, I'm I, gonna get. <laughs> it's just not funny. I like, there's like not a even a bit to be made because it's just not a good, not well, a good name. Maybe this is just my mind in the gutter, but I really thought it was an innuendo for like I'm oh. looking to fuck. <laughs> try hard, engage. <laughs> No, that I'm, I'm looking to fuck, but I need to get married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you better have a good KD on Black Ops. Yes, that is the. I want the gold highest. gun. <laughs> <laughs> I want the gold ring and the gold gun. Okay, so um, it would be tr- XX try hard. No, it'd probably be um like XX East Takens because that's the opposite of my name. So that's kind of my alter ego. I which is currently my gamer tag, East Takens. If anyone has, wants to add me on Xbox Live, I don't have Xbox Live right For now. For all of our Xbox Live, <laughs> yeah, listeners, exactly. <laughs> I think mine would be. Um, I'm really into Dejo Cat. Do you know who she is? I do not. God, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. <laughs> um, she's like a a rapper who's really. I think she's really funny. She made that song Moo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that her. one. Gotcha. So I think I would want to do something like that. So not Dejo Cat, but like. Yeah. A direct like tip of the hat to her yes. it'd be like um m- uh mojo bird yeah mojo bird mojo bird and mojo bird exactly yeah perfect mojo bird and east takens east takens xx it's xx takens <laughs> east takens i hate that we're putting x's everywhere that used yeah, to be porn okay we used to have that yeah. to differentiate things and i yeah. needed that i needed that differentiation exactly yes <laughs> 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 but now i wonder why that's become a like a trend. Porn's everywhere nowadays. <laughs> and that is what today's podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> Pornography. So, <laughs> were you, it's like um, John Oliver's last week tonight. Pornography. <laughs> <laughs> X's <are> everywhere. <laughs> That's a terrible impression of John Oliver. Um, Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Nipples. <laughs> um, were you, like, always the funny kid? Actually, okay, there's a sob story oh, with sweet. the funny kid. The Hell funny yeah. I want to just say the funny kid is never born the funny kid. Ooh, it, they're yes. always the sad kid and then they're like <laughs> like sad kid t- can turn into multiple different things. The yes. sad kid can turn into the mean kid or the quiet yes. kid or just continue to be sad kid. West Givens, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm funny. Oh. <laughs> he thinks he's funny. For me, it was around elementary school. I was I've always been very very awkward and Yeah. My parents like they were very concerned for me at a young age. My brother was kind of awkward too and so yeah. like, they thought like, man, we're just popping out <laughs> a lot of weirdos. A lot of squares a lot coming of, out. A lot of losers. <laughs> yeah. They're like a lot stealing of your lunch lump, their your lunch money even though it's their money. My parents. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> They're just looping it through every single <laughs> exactly. day. Yeah. So It's the thrill of it. <laughs> <laughs> I beat my get up. <laughs> That's our soundboard. (laughs) So, (laughs) our high quality soundboard. I need to get back on track. Sorry. As a kid, I was super awkward, and my parents were very concerned. And, um, you know, they would put me in these special classes for kids that were weird. And, like, I I still wouldn't really make friends. They'd send me to these summer camps where it's like, you walk away with your best friends that you'll ever make. And I would just want to go home the whole time. And the other kids didn't like me. Like, you know, even as a kid, you can pick up, like, that oh, kid's totally. kind of weird. <laughs> totally, yeah. So, like, I hated those kids. <laughs> totally, dude. I bullied so many ch- kids as a child. <laughs> I was six feet tall. Third grade. <laughs> I beat the shit out of some children. <laughs> beat the I'm, shit I'm out of med- my teacher. <laughs> I'm a medical anomaly. <laughs> I, I sucker punched my principal. He's dead now. <laughs> and we don't know if it was me. <laughs> I'll never tell him. <laughs> I'm gonna write a book if I did it, <laughs> and it's just gonna be two words. I did <laughs> millions of copies sold. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. The idea of people in line for you to sign yeah, their book. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, "So, did you do it?" And I'm like, "You're gonna have to read the book." I'll never. Okay. And I like partner with Audible. I'm like, hi, Wes Gibbons here, reading. If I did it. Okay, speed. chapter one. Uh, yeah. The end. Thank you. <laughs> and then you get the, this is audible. <laughs> <laughs> Text West to 500, 500. <laughs> I fucking love that guy at the end. I was listening to an audio book in the I've car. I've never listened to one. 
Okay, so at the end of an audiobook for Audible, there's a guy who's not the narrator oh, who that's is like old and nasally, and he goes, "This is Audible," <laughs> and that's how it ends. Is it like super loud compared it's, to the rest? Yes, of the and that's so amazing. I was driving at night listening to like this psychological thriller yeah. where like it ends and it's like her blood dripped out, like she realized that she had been the killer all along, uh, and like yes. like they found her the next morning yeah. in the closet, like blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, her blood had dried dark brown, blah, 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 blah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah. like, there's this long pause. This <laughs> is audible. <laughs> and I, like, swerved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Wow. Imagine explaining to the police why you ran over that person. <laughs> Officer, this is audible. <laughs> Officer, I was listening to Paper Towns by John, by John Green. I got so horny. <laughs> You can relate, right, officer? <laughs> Why are you putting these handcuffs on me? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not even Nature's done yet. calling. <laughs> I'm still in the first three chapters. <laughs> I'm so horny. I'm not even driving anywhere. I just need to know if those towns are really paper. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I never read paper towns. <laughs> Am I on the right track? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I think you should start a series where you write reviews for books that, that I've never read. Yeah. I don't read as many books as I try to pretend. Uh, yeah, to do. I don't read any. So, can you read? No. Oh, uh, so when I was a kid. <laughs> 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 so, um, yes. <clears throat> Back on track. Yes. I was very awkward. Kids knew I was bullied a lot, and in like third grade, that was when it was really like. I shouldn't say really tough because what are your issues in third grade? <laughs> Literally not. So, but school is your whole world, so it feels like you have a bunch of issues. Yeah, you know, and it's the first issues you've ever had, so you're very yeah, sensitive. exactly. You are a peach, a little peach boy, little peach. So, little peach, little peach me uh, was <laughs> on the bus one day, and this wasn't an uncommon occurrence. My bus was very mean; like I was on uh, the mean bus somehow, and I had gotten moved off of a meaner bus. Oh and I was shit! Like, this is the nice bus, and then it was just another mean bus. What was your bus number? My bus number sixty nine. What the fuck do you want from me? What am I supposed to do with that? Four twenty. Oh, it was four twenty sixty nine. I I rode the flamingo bus. What do you want? <laughs> what was I supposed? <laughs> Cut all of this out because I don't need anyone to know how angry I am. <laughs> you tried to get me to work with number jokes. I totally wasn't looking for a joke. I just wanted to learn about your backstory. That's such an unimportant detail. Oh, my God. Okay. This has to stay in. There's no <laughs> way I'm cutting this. They know I'm a diva. <laughs> and I don't know who the fucking whatever Sacagawea twins are. <laughs> the Sacagawea twins. They're hot. Okay. Oh, so, my God. Um, That's I, my favorite episode <laughs> of Queer Eye. <laughs> the Sacagawea twins. Yeah. Asterisks, they're hot. <laughs> okay, so um, oh I I rode a very mean bus yes. of a bunch of elementary school kids. Were you a front, middle, or back kid? I switched it so they wouldn't know where I was. Oh, smart. Legit, I would try to sit somewhere new every day. Yeah. I would occasionally hide under the seats because oh, I was wow. I was small enough to do it. And if I was sitting up, they would like you know they little kids they'd say like well your mom's so fat blah 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 oh, blah gosh. and like make jokes about each other yeah and then they'd be like well what about Haley?" and they'd make songs about me oh wow and so it would just be like bullying me about my hair about yeah. my weight like anything they could come up with yeah and so i'd get off the bus like crying and the bus driver was there but she'd always be like y'all stop yeah that'd exactly. be it yeah so i would always run off the bus at my bus stop it was the only kid that got off there and my parents worked nights, like worked really late. So uh, I was oh, like a so latchkey no one was kid. Home. Yeah. yeah, I had like a, a key on a little, mm -hmm. little necklace. Yeah. And so I would run home. A string necklace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'd run home. I'd get my little lion key. And I'd <laughs> unlock the door. And I'd just start like crying yeah. in my living room until like my parents got home or I fell asleep. Yeah. And um, one day, like it was really bad. I had a really awful day. And I got home and I was like so angry. I was like, what the? is this yeah fourth grade is supposed to be the time of my <laughs> life and i'm like i'm like throwing things around my room i'm throwing cushions i'm yeah. i'm like like not throwing furniture but i'm really mad and i'm like You're trying screaming. to yeah yeah it's too big <laughs> exactly. i'm too small so yeah. <laughs> i'm so angry i'm like ripping up papers from my backpack and yeah. i'm like 
fuck everything. Yeah. And I turn on the one channel I'm not allowed to watch. Pornography. <laughs> no. <laughs> I put, no. That'd be crazy. I was like, whoa, what a turn. I wasn't allowed to watch Comedy Central because it had curse words. Yeah. So I turned on Comedy Central. Mm. And since it was mid-afternoon, it was the end of the Comedy Central stand-up hour. Oh, and cool. I like sat down and was like crying. And then I like started laughing. And I didn't yeah. even realize I had stopped crying. And so like it was so it, the comedians were like big name comedians yeah. doing jokes I didn't understand. It was like. Yeah. Um, like pop culture references and stuff. Yeah, it was like Gabriel Iglesias doing like oh. the Odale, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like Jeff Dunham, just oh, man. really big Larry the Cable Guy. I remember oh, seeing wow. him. Um, the top three greats. Yeah. Uh, who? Oh, Chelsea Handler is that yeah. her name? Yeah. So mm -hmm. those were like early Chelsea Handler, where yeah. she had like jokes about her mom and her wine addiction. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what any of this yeah. stuff was, but I thought it was so funny, mm -hmm. and. Like, uh, it became my routine. I would go home and watch Comedy Central stand up hour, and I would run so I could see as much of it as I could. Oh, cool. And I couldn't record it. We had TiVo. I couldn't record gotcha. it because my parents would Wouldn't see. see it, yeah. So I would watch as much as I could and not let them know. And then it turned into I'd write down the jokes that I thought were really funny so I could read oh, them in so class much. if I was sad. That's yeah. Great. And then I started You're telling. You're like, so this wine addiction. Yeah. <laughs> and the teacher's like, um, Miss Morris. <laughs> that actually, so around fourth grade, I started like telling people the jokes. So I'd be like, oh, this joke. And I would totally like, I'd be like, so I've got like, what am I supposed to do with my diva cup when it fills up? Like I'm telling these jokes oh, on the playground. my God. Yeah. So I had no idea what I was saying. And a few times the teachers would be like, hey, Haley's telling jokes about like getting a, uh, erection on an airplane and my parents and were how like, does she know what that is what? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> an airplane that is yeah and like whenever i wrote anything i'd write about comedians i'd be like my favorite comedian is blah, oh blah, blah. wow and it would you like, not try to sell the jokes as your own um not usually because okay. i wasn't very good and yeah. i didn't understand them so i was worried if they asked like what does that mean i'd be like oh. and then it turned into me like referencing movie quotes a lot gold member was one i referenced nice. constantly yeah and you know, I was the kid who'd say like, "Yeah, baby, yeah." <laughs> and the people are like, "What the?" Fuck? I can picture that perfectly. Yeah, and so I like I started dressing up as like people who I thought were funny. I didn't dress oh, up wow. as like kid stuff after that. Yeah, and it just definitely became a part of my identity. I wasn't funny for any of elementary school, middle school, or most of high school. When would you say you started getting funny? I think I started getting funny. So here's the thing. My funny transformed because when I got to high school, I was still very nervous to talk to people. I yeah. was better at it if you talk, like if you came up and talked to me, I knew the steps, but I was still <laughs> yeah. like thinking it through like an equation. Yeah. Around junior year of high school, I just got really mean. Like for <laughs> some reason, my jokes were making fun of people who had not said it was okay to make fun of them. And gotcha. Like, I, I have this very vivid memory. I walked up to one of those long high school tables. Yep. And I just walked up and I started talking to someone. And someone said something like, oh, my God, I forgot to mention I scored a 4.0 on the AP exam. And we all kind of, like, paused and, like, looked at her because it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God. And then I went back to my conversation. And it's wow. serious. I made an enemy that day. Yeah. She hated me after yeah. that. Her name hates. is Shannon. Present she hates me. Shannon hates you. I think she still has me blocked on Instagram. Oh, that's amazing. It was so bad. And so wow. I had to figure out, like, I had high school, like, academic coaches come up to me and be like, hey, Haley, <laughs> I love you, but <laughs> you really need to tone it down sometimes. Yeah. I had a mock trial coach who was like, you're doing a good job. You are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What? That kind of works in mock trial, though. Oh, definitely. You know? And I was supposed to be, like, it got me awards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which didn't help my, like, self-confidence. Totally not. Way too high. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm the mean friend. Yeah. And I, I like, like you know, reeled it in. Yeah. And I became a normal person. <laughs> and around, like, senior year, I was nice to people and I was funny. I was still mean when necessary. Yeah. I wasn't really violent. I'm still a pretty violent person. <laughs> okay. Um. Like, freshman year, first day, I got into a fight. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, I was still a very nervous kid, but, like, this girl, I would found out uh, summer, um, this girl had had her le her nudes, like, sent all over the school. Oh, wow. She was in my gym class, freshman all, had to take gym. And she uh, 
like was in class and someone came up and was like you shouldn't be upset that your youth got like they look really good oh jesus christ yeah and she started crying yeah and the teacher came up and was like why are you crying and she obviously couldn't say because yeah. my nudes got leaked and people <laughs> are making fun of me for yeah. it but she just said like oh it's nothing blah 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 and he's like okay well then keep running our laps like he oh, didn't understand wow. yeah so he was just like just keep going you know run it off yeah. whatever's upsetting you we can run it and so afterwards she like was telling me about it and she said like yeah this guy like he um he said this to me and he said like he's seen the pictures and everything and i was like are you serious and i walked up to and i was like why did you say that to her and he was like six and i'm not gonna say six feet like five six and i was yeah. like five foot yeah and i was like why would you say that to her that was really mean he was like oh well it's true and I was like, well, you should apologize to her. Mm -hmm. And she was next to me. Yeah. And he was like, why do I need to apologize? She's the one who sent them. And I was like, Whoa. you need to apologize to her right now. Yeah. And he said, like, I'm not going to do that. And I took him by the top of the head and I ripped his hair down. Hell yeah. Like down to my level and I kicked the back of his knee. Oh, which sounds yeah. so much cooler when you hear it. But like yeah. it's a five foot. We all have those <laughs> giant backpacks on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like totally. We're holding our gym sneakers. Yeah, exactly. And so I like bent him down like he was on his knees and i was like you need to apologize <laughs> and he apologized but that was awesome. like the extent of it but my teacher saw and yeah. was like what the fuck and so that was a bad first impression <laughs> your teacher's like yo fight 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 <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> my i'm taking bets who's got my own Haley? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i don't wow, remember good how for i you. got on, on to that but me yeah neither, but good for you but comedy has super helped me develop as a person you know being yeah, known as the funny friend is really nice because I feel like there's a little bit of trust for people that are funny. Totally. Yeah. 100%. There's, there's something about like, you're definitely, if you're funny, you're an observer. You have to be. Yeah. Because in order to see something and make something funny of it, mm -hmm. you have to be able to break it down and say, yeah. oh, this is like this. This is like this. One of the like keys of comedy is comparison. Yeah. So when I say like, right now you look like, um, let him have it. <laughs> Let me have it. You look like an old colonial painting <laughs> got put through an Instagram account for a SoundCloud rapper. Wow, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and sing. I can't I can't argue with that. Really? That's gonna be my new Instagram bio. What? What you just said. The a colonial of, painting yeah. got put through a SoundCloud exactly. rapper's Instagram. Okay. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So when were you like, okay, I enjoy making jokes like in conversation. I'm going to try this in like a quote unquote formal setting. So Cuz that's a huge leap. It's a At least it seems to me as someone who's wanted to do it and never has. I mean, I was very lucky because in high school I kind of like found myself in positions where I was already performing. Oh, gotcha. Um, I was never a theater kid. I I couldn't really I couldn't really cut it. But on the academic teams, like we had something called Future Business Leaders of America. Yeah, yeah, FBLA. FBLA, yeah. That and was so at my home high school. Oh, my God. Well, I did impromptu public speech. So nice. it was, you walked into a room, or I'm sorry, you walked into an empty room. Apology accepted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd hand me an envelope and they'd say, when we leave the room, open the envelope, you have five minutes to prepare a 10 minute Whoa, speech. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So the envelope would hold the topic. And it would be an argument and you could take oh, either side yeah. or look mm -hmm. at both sides or whatever. And I fucking nailed it. I yeah. always went to States. I Do you remember what tried. some of the uh, topics were? One of them was like, they were usually high school related. Yeah. And one of them was. Should we have homework? Yeah. It was stuff <laughs> like that where it's like, do you think you should base college acceptance rates f like solely on test mm. results or also on like academic yeah, yeah. stuff that you do outside of it? Yeah. And I would argue like one point or I'd see like I see the point of this, but I was good at like I could start with a story like a Aesop's Fables kind of story. Yeah. And then work my way backwards. And so that kind of experience, that kind of really quick, like on your feet yeah. thinking like in the moment speech was really good practice. Mm -hmm. And then I did mock trial and that was, you know, to me, that was like preparing for hecklers because <laughs> oh yeah totally that makes so much sense because for those who don't know mock trial is like it's like you're faking a, a court and yeah. so you have people who are witnesses who yep. an attorney comes up and they say like it's really well, you're in depth it's very in depth <laughs> and it's very hard to prepare for and there's a lot yeah. more acting than i expected yeah but when i would be on the stand as a witness 
an attorney would come up and you know they'd be like well were you supposed to be here that night and like try to throw Mm -hmm. me off yep and in doing that i could like i was very bad at it at the beginning yeah but i could get to the point where i could say like (laughs) no and you know kind of like use that armor a little bit that i did not have before yeah Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, doing all of that really set me up to, you know, be better at performing. And mm-hmm. my dad is super like he's a performer at heart. He yeah. always he's the guy where you walk into the party and he's telling a story to everyone. My so, dad's very similar. Exactly. Yep. Like life of the party kind yeah. of dude. And my mom is always Great like storyteller. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's so like being able to look at that. Like, yeah, anyone who's if you're just watching someone tell a story in your life, if it's like you have a roommate and the roommate's super sociable at the bar yeah. or like you have a friend who like they talk in class all the time mm-hmm. and everyone listens like you pick up on it totally. without even realizing yeah. it and so having all of that it was like senior year of high school right after um there's an open mic in charlotte at the comedy zone mm-hmm. and it was you had to bring five people uh in order to uh, perform to fill it up yeah, yeah. And they how old are you at this point i was 17 okay. i was 17 years gotcha. old and I got my five friends and then I got like two more mm. who showed up. Nice. And it was so, it was the most high school thing to yeah. do at an like adult bar. Cause we had to like get the X's <laughs> oh, on the our X's, hands. Yep. And like I had my notebook with me that had like three jokes yeah. in it. And two of my friends wouldn't sit with the other four. And so like <laughs> yeah. they hated each other. Yep, exactly. And I had to pay for their tickets. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally. What was the Because their parents point? wouldn't get it for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, well, we have to be home by midnight. Like <laughs> it didn't feel like real comedy or whatever. Yeah. But going on stage, like it was <laughs> I, my first time doing stand up. I was really bad, obviously. Yeah. But um, like everyone. Yeah. And it's it's normal. I, I got some good laughs. Um, the biggest laugh I got was actually, uh, I said, uh, no, please laugh. I need this. Oh, <laughs> you did a jib. I did a jib. Yeah. Wow. It was a jib bush. Oh, a jib? Yes. Oh, you know that video where he jib. goes, please clap. Yeah. When that's he was exactly like campaign campaigning. That's great. I did they clap? First. Yeah. No, actually. So I made a joke and, um, they, it was one of those jokes where it was like supposed to be offensive, but it made fun of myself way too much. And gotcha. when I made the joke. Everyone went like, oh. Yeah, no, And I went, mean. no, please laugh. I need this. Oh, and they gosh. all started laughing. Oh, and so it th- was that genuine. could kind of seem like it was a part of the bit almost. Yeah. I gotcha. And I had it going throughout where when I got up there, everyone like, you know, did the clap. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, keep clapping. Please, God. <laughs> please, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. Th- so they could tell, like, I was very open. Like, I'm very new to this. So just nice. be nice. Like, yeah. I feel like when you do stand up for the first time, it's okay to just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after that, like, I realized I wanted to do it more. Charlotte was hard because I didn't know of any stand up events yeah. that were 21 and up. Um, then I came to Savannah mm-hmm. and decided to do it more. And it went pretty well at first. I had to sneak in where I went because I was like 20. Yeah. I took, like, I'm going to say, I did it like 17, 18. I never really did it 19. I was at a school in the middle of nowhere. Was that the only time you did stand up in Charlotte? Was that one time? I did it two more times after that, the same situation. And then after that, my friends are like, we don't want to go anymore. (laughs) So then you get to Savannah and you're getting sneaking into places. Sneaking into places. I'm doing (laughs) the cool guy thing. Got my leather jacket on. Sneaking in. Yeah. And a leather jacket and a jean jacket on. Yeah. I accidentally out myself on the Facebook group. I say, I'm waiting outside. Um, could someone walk in with me so I don't look suspicious? Someone rats me out and says, like, this girl is sneaking into clubs. Yeah. I have, like, a, a a strong talking to from one of the club yes. owners who's like, hey, not allowed. Like, Because that's, like, their job on the line, yeah. right? And they're yeah. like, yeah, it's, like, illegal for that, and you could get us in a lot of trouble, and it's not worth it for you to do stand-up just because, like, you want to do stand-up. And I was yeah. like, you're right. And they were they ended up being really nice about it. The guy mm. was like, but when you do stand up or when you turn 21, I'll buy you a drink and I want you in like doing stand up more. That's like, a nice man. Okay. Really nice. Yeah. And I started doing more clubs and it was kind of like this year cuz this is the year I turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um things really like started to pick up speed. I'm very busy. So Yeah. <laughs> the hard thing is finding time to do the stand up. Totally. But it's been going surprisingly well that's awesome like the few times i've had like an opportunity to do it Mm -hmm. it's 
interesting seeing like a, a community of people who are trying to learn at the same pace as you yeah because you see them make mistakes and you're like how could they make that mistake like how did they think that was funny and then you <laughs> go up and your shit sucks yeah. and they're thinking the same thing about you like man why did she think that would work yeah and you kind of have to piece together like oh we all suck <laughs> yeah exactly i've wanted to do it for years what is holding you back i mean i think just the general fear because i've always uh this is going to sound super uh, arrogant, but like I was always the person that people would say like, you should have a talk show. You should be on <laughs> SNL, you know, when people don't understand how good you have to be to do those things. Yeah. But like I was the funny one and people would tell me that I was funny. So like I've kind of always taken that in and told myself that I was funny. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I'm worried of being convinced that I'm not. <laughs> I mean, because it's a very different joke structure than when you're alone on a stage than when you're like in a conversation and like we're riffing off of each other and stuff like I'm Definitely, I think yeah. I'm good at improv I haven't done it in a while since I have gotten back at SCAD but like uh sophomore year I I think I got pretty good at it mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun um but I I just need to get the first one out of the way I think once I do the first time it'll be like okay that barrier is like broken you know what I mean I so yeah, I definitely think, like, once you do it, for me at least, the first time I did it, absolutely, like, panic attack in the bathroom beforehand. But then yeah. once I did it, there was, like, this overwhelming overwhelming feeling of, like, like gratification. Yeah. And it was really nice. Exactly. Not everyone gets that. Um, mm -hmm. I know people who they try stand-up for the first time, and then they're like, no, the, the fear did not, like... Like, the, the feeling I got after did not compensate for yes. the amount of fear I felt in the beginning. Mm. But I will say, like... There is such a great feeling when you bomb and no one laughs at any of your jokes. You're up for five minutes. Yeah. Everyone's just staring at you. And then you walk off and you're like, I can just go home. Like, yeah, you walk on thinking if it is the worst show I do, I'm going to die. Like something in my body is and going to shut down or they're going to yell at me or they're going to hate me. And then it's just over. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, oh, no one cares. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no they're thinking about what they're going to say. So. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm just going to wait for the next comedian to come up. Hopefully they're funnier. Like I'm an yeah. afterthought for them. No one remembers me. Yeah. No one's going to stop me in the grocery store parking lot and be like, were you the comedian <laughs> that sucked ass? That was terrible. I remember you. Yeah. Th it just, you know, yeah, if they I don't like, like it. They wipe it out of their brain. Exactly. Mm. It's easy for you and to I'm do the same thing. Yeah, that's true. And I, I'm sure the feeling of when it works is great. Oh yeah, it's a it's a very nice feeling. And also, there's a little bit of happiness when you you fail miserably because there's a usually a big group of comedians in your community who are like, yes, you failed. Yeah. Congrats. Like. Yeah. Everyone. It's a rite of passage. Kind yeah. Of. It's kind of like the skateboard community in that sense, mm. where when you bomb, where you eat shit, <laughs> everyone's like, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think like it, that. it turns out pretty well, That's no matter what. Mm -hmm. I really have been nice. developing some, what I think could bits? be jokes recently. Bits? Are you Writing notes in my phone. Bits? <laughs> developing some bits. That's how it starts. You <laughs> exactly. write on your phone, and then you pull your phone up on stage, and then yeah, And then your phone dies, and, and you go, uh-oh. Then you have it written on your hip, and so you pull down your pants a little bit, but then they get mad. <laughs> and then you, again, then you get sued. <laughs> I've seen a lot of funny ways that comedians have notes on stage, Yeah. which I didn't expect, because newer comedians always have notes on stage, yeah. especially when they're trying stuff out. I saw one guy hang it up on the wall behind <laughs> oh that's great and i don't know why it was yeah. on a napkin it wasn't like i planned <laughs> it i have this nice. idea for like if i need my notes i have it tucked in my cheek and so i go like <laughs> and then i like spit it out and unfold it really it's super small yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to like really unfold it it's yeah. on like tissue paper yeah. so it's so thin exactly. <laughs> and then i read the notes and i'm like so my brother <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you just get the light flashing You're like yeah. that's it thank you everybody <laughs> goodbye yeah oh, that's so scary when you get the light flashing <laughs> yeah because you have to come up with an out right yeah and sometimes you don't have one yeah. and that's when the old men come up to talk yeah. to you first yeah. <laughs> mike falzone is uh, a youtuber and one of my favorite comedians mm -hmm. and i was like i uh was in a group chat with some back home friends and um uh, we were talking about stand-up comedians and I sent them some of his stuff because I wanted them to see it. Mm -hmm. And I I watched all the videos that I sent and there was this one set that at the very end, he's just like, he's like, all right, let's do one more. And then he just sits there for a second and then he goes, all right, I'm going to head out. Thank you guys. It <laughs> <laughs> just leaves. I've also Pretty recently good. been watching this guy named Mark Normand, I think. And he ends, he's like just this average white guy. And every time at the end, like I've seen, I've, 
only seen like late night shows. So when people are like clapping him out and stuff, he goes, "Thank you, I'm Kevin Hart." (laughs) 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 It's just so good because it's like to that point where like it's starting to get louder. You're like, "Wait, did he?" Because you can't really tell because it's like the applause is getting louder. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. It's so funny. I'm trying to get better at enders. Enders are hard because you got to end it with your best joke, but. I'm very impatient, so I'm like, do you guys want to hear my best joke? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I think that's, to talk about SNL for a little bit, I think, so I'm by no means an SNL, like, aficionado. Mm -hmm. Like, just the past few years, I've started, like, watching every episode. Yeah. Like, that's how, I on Sundays, I, like, watch all the YouTube clips. Um, But I think that is one of the hard things for them, that they don't always hit the mark on, is, like, ending a sketch. Yeah. Which I I have the utmost respect for SNL because what they do is insane. Like the fact that a show even exists in that time is amazing, you know? So I'll always have like that respect for them. Um, But sometimes like it'll just kind of end. And then you hear like the clap, like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then like the theme song. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And I'm like, Oh, it's, it's over, I guess. But that's a very (laughs) hard thing, you know? Yeah. No timing a joke like that. I mean, it's the same with like, movies you know cause totally, that's kind of yeah. how they're doing it is like well even with a movie you have a climax and then you have a little bit of an ender afterwards yeah so th- it's the idea of like you end on the climax like that is yes. insane to think about just yeah because we're just the not way we know that. stories yeah. yeah um one comedian that i think he kind of doesn't so his way of ending it it's um mike berbiglia yeah i've heard you talk about him before so he's definitely a story-based comedian okay and his stories are a story you know there's a climax and then there's a yeah. little like fall yeah. and at the end of the fall he always does a call back to the very beginning yes and it almost like warms your heart yeah. the way you're like oh my god like we started that way and now we ended this mm-hmm. way that's that's so nice yeah. like it's not necessarily the big ticket item yeah. but it does make you feel something so yeah. i think it's interesting the idea of like you can end it as the funniest part or you mm. can end it as the most meaningful part. I'm so excited to see comedians who end it as like, I ended it as like the raunchiest part. I, I know yeah. Anthony Jeselnik, like he always saves his raunchy, raunchiest joke for the very last one. <laughs> so everyone just leaves going like, oh, I feel <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. That's great. I feel like stand-up has definitely evolved so that it's not necessarily just for laughing. It's to get you to evoke an emotion. Where yeah. it, it's so theatrical. It and is. It's no longer. I feel like there was a voice associated with comedians for a while, where yeah. it was always like, "So I'm doing this, totally. and then I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> it's not genuine." And now yeah. we're kind of reaching a point where there are comedians like that, mm-hmm. but there are also comedians like um, Dimitri Martin, mm-hmm. completely straight face, yeah. keeps it monotone the entire time. Mm-hmm. And there's comedians like um, like Bo Burnham who does a bunch of different stuff, playing the piano and yeah, Bo Burnham like who is very emotional. Like yeah, <laughs> it's so like you know how I said <gasps> callback. Yeah, the sad kid always becomes the yes. comedian. Like the comedian comes from a blooming sad kid. Yeah, so I think comedians kind of reaching in and going like, "There's a sad kid in there." I think it's okay to acknowledge that like the sad kid is the comedian. Yeah. It's very new and it's very mm-hmm. new age, but it's so it's very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable and it's so honest. Th- yeah. Like it makes you feel a little like for me, especially just cause I'm like, I'm the funny kid and I know what they like. Like, yeah, it's a really nice feeling mm-hmm. just to, to see that kind of honesty on stage. Yeah. What I love about stand up, So I'm a huge Jerry Seinfeld fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the show Seinfeld and like his show comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh my God. I is, love that show. It's, it's the perfect show. Mm-hmm. It's great for being on in the background and it's great for like paying attention. It's a flawless show. They just get two funny people and a bunch of B roll of coffee. Is this sponsored? And that's <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Season four. Um, <laughs> but what he talks about, um, or I've heard him say before is like stand up is the power lifting of comedy writing mm-hmm. and it is the only, um, art form. I don't know if he said this, but this is kind of tangential of that. Um, it's the only art form that is live feedback, yeah. like literally live stuff. And he, he, uh, in one of the episodes of, uh, comedians and cars, he, um, was talking about how, um, comedy critics don't make sense because like the day after the show, an article will be in the newspaper saying how bad it is. And he's like, no, they already enjoyed it. <laughs> they laughed at the show. It's done. So you can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never and it's just about it so pure because it is 
like you can't blame anything like mm-hmm. if my movie sucks i can say like oh the camera shit out or something but like it is just you on a stage and it's like be funny and it's the like well what an, another thing that he said that i like uh, some interviewer was asking him about like women in uh comedy and stuff and i'd love to get your perspective on this mm-hmm. um as a man um, <laughs> <laughs> um she was talking about like you know the equality and the the art form and stuff and he said like um oh it doesn't matter just be funny like if you're funny you will rise to the top and he's an older guy so he's like kind of more old-fashioned like i think it's a little bit more complicated than that you know but i do like the overall idea of like you can be anyone just as long as funny. you're funny that's all we care about i think now that which is, is maybe a, a uh, yeah yeah mm. exactly which i think is maybe like a more um modern take modern take and like um, almost naive thought like we like we want it to be that way but it yeah it's very always. disney channel original like if <laughs> yeah. i'm funny i'll make it exactly i'm gonna wear this sparkled fedora <laughs> and a vest and i'm gonna i'm gonna date the hot comedian boy god i ha- i'm so shocked we haven't seen that movie yet anyway um, <laughs> we're making it so i'm still trying to figure out my opinion on that because yeah. i'm a 21 year old girl and i've definitely had some experiences yeah. where i've seen um female comedians date male comedians who run the show Mm. and then they break up and the male comedian says you can't perform here anymore whoa and i don't know if that's necessarily sexist as much as the fact that they had sex changed things about the perspective yeah and that's very personal that's not necessarily i'm not letting you perform because you're a woman yeah but i guess like the gender roles did kind of play a part in a sense that's the closest i've seen to like i mean the only other example i have is like old white guys decide yeah. to tell me yeah. out of any of the comedians who went up that night what i did wrong <laughs> yeah exactly and that could do with my age and yeah. my gender because i'm a 21 year old girl and they think yep. i'm just ditzy and i want to hear what yeah. you have to say i don't by the way yeah <laughs> and um i'm trying so when i started doing stand-up i didn't really like female stand-up to be mm-hmm. honest i like amy schumer is funny i'll admit she's funny but like her stand-up especially at the time was my pussy and you're like <laughs> yeah you're like that's great and i'm proud of you but yeah i made the decision i'm not going to do female-based comedy mm-hmm. i'm gonna I do you comedy me that. Yeah. yeah and it's kind of changed a little bit it's not necessarily female-based comedy but i used to be like i'm not even gonna acknowledge i'm a girl like yeah nothing i want my jokes to be a guy could tell them and you wouldn't gotcha. know okay and then i realized like i have a voice that i can yeah. you know exude like Part of being a comedian is you have to have a new perspective. Yeah, and, and be honest with who you are. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of female comics like around Savannah. I shouldn't say that. There are some fantastic female yeah. comics around Savannah. Um, it's a small community, though. It is, and my perspective is like young, like Hispanic, Jewish girl. Yeah, and I've got like a perspective that I can use that is a little new to my area. It's not mm. necessarily. I mean, it's not really new to comedy. Every perspective on comedy has been taken. But yeah. the way I do it is different. And I figure, like, it's cool. It's fine to say I'm a girl and I do stand-up. It doesn't have to be unisex just for me to be successful. Yeah, totally. We'll see if that works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, figuring so out as I go. Yeah, so what's the what's the goal? Like, so you're also a filmmaker, yes. for those who don't know. Um, and you're, like, getting a film degree here. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, what's the, I- what's the ideal... Um, situation for you which i know is a very big question so no well (laughs) relating it back to what you said about jerry seinfeld where he was like you get immediate feedback Mm. in stand-up i've always viewed comedy writing and doing stand-up as comedy writing takes a lot of patience yes and there's a lot of fear involved because you write the joke and you're not going to find out for a very long time if it's funny true and a lot can go wrong in the process and you have to put trust in people in actors and directors and editors yeah so your joke can hit really well on the script that's very true and just suck ass the crew can think it's funny yeah you can yell cut and everyone just bursts out laughing but that might not be the case when you actually see it yeah so there's so many more elements involved Versus that raw, unaffected, like, you say it the way you picture it in your mind, yeah. the way you hear it, and then it's out, and you get that immediate reaction. You have the utmost control. But it's vulnerable, yeah. yeah. And you can't blame anyone except yourself yeah. if it's not funny. Because Which is kind of nice. It is. So I like that. Yeah. I, um, I've always seen stand-up as, like, 
it's kind of my guilty pleasure where I'm like, <laughs> I need people to laugh right this second. <laughs> I need to go to an open mic. Because there is yeah. a little bit of an attention seeking of when it comes course. to it. Because you're on a stage yeah. in front of a bunch of people. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Everything, like, everyone's seeking attention. Exactly. <laughs> I seek mine. In the bars, <laughs> in the caverns of Savannah. <laughs> With X's on your hands. <laughs> exactly. Nine more, 21. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess my goal overall is I want to still do both. Nice. Um, I'm having trouble balancing it because it's school. Totally. And it's, and it's stand-up. And I'm sure, yeah. like, one of the things, I don't know, I, I have a plan to do it more in my life in the future. Yeah. I want to move to Atlanta after college because they have a great comedy scene and I hate New York. Um, really? Okay. I, I hate it. I what about LA? LA, I'm from California, so I do. Oh, gotcha. Like when I go back, it's very nostalgia. But once yeah. the nostalgia fades away, I'm like, oh, this sucks ass. <laughs> like yeah. you start to realize it's so expensive. It's all the stuff my parents tell me. Like, don't yeah. go to California. We went to California. We're glad we went, but we did leave. And you're like, true. Oh, that's true. There's a reason we're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. So all of the things that I really like about life, where it's like, I love walking through the woods. And I love long car rides. Yeah. And, and traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like um, hearing crickets at night. Like those things I, gotcha. I can't get in New York or LA. That's true. And so I'm willing to go someplace else. Like I don't really give a shit if it affects my career. I like those things and I want more yeah. of them. So um, going to Atlanta seems like the next best thing. Nice. And I'm really and the film industry is there. The film industry is there. And I... I want it to be a part of my life. Like, it's not yeah. just a hobby. It's, you know, I've I've wanted to do this since I was a kid. And yeah. I'm getting better. What's the point of acquiring the skill if I'm not going to use it at yeah, some point? Yeah, exactly. And I guess I can't. See, the thing is, I'm very superstitious and I don't want to jinx it. Jinx it, totally. But my dream scenario is someday I'm doing a club show and someone says, like, have you got a free month? Let's go on a tour, just like three Hell cities. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll do three cities. And that's kind of the extent that I need. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't necessarily need like a Netflix show. I don't need yeah. to be well known in the community. Yeah. But I want to be able to say like, I did well enough that I traveled for it. Someone paid for nice. my gas. I like that. Yeah. That's a good note to end on. I Yay. think. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Do you have <laughs> anything that you want to plug? Um... No, actually, I don't do much. <laughs> All my you got an Instagram. I've got an Instagram. If you want to follow my Instagram, um, the funny one is Raise Hale. Raise it's in the description. R A I S E underscore H A I L. I've got a film Instagram, but I'm not gonna tell you. Bye. <laughs> the one that you actually use for your career. I know. You don't need it. <laughs> it's private. <laughs> no, it's Haley Morris Films. <laughs> That's it. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having me, Wes. Thanks for coming on. Y'all, have a good one. Can you tell me a joke to end it? Uh, E-S. <laughs> ready? Yeah. You start whenever you're ready. You recording? Yep. Are we recording? We are recording. We're recording? We are uh, recording media onto the internal SD card. Sound? Sound speed. It's Camera? Ca there's no camera. This is, this is MOC. Are we rolling? We're rolling. We're Scene live. Scene one. Are, we, are you sure we're rolling? This is scene one. Take one. If you guys... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys liked what you heard on this episode, <laughs> uh, me and Wes have a have a little thing coming out. We called, sure do. It's called... Uh, one, two, three. Comic my name's Haley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we'll get done the second one. Okay. One, two, three. Sack this is Wes. <laughs> Okay, we have a, a podcast that we're coming out with. Well, it's kind of it's kind of a. What do you want to call it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna call it um a show. Okay, we have a, a short show a on short the Tyson Originals YouTube we have channel. Experimental art. Yes, thing exactly. Going on, um, called it's I'm not close enough to the mic. Uh, we have a a little braingasm coming yes, straight at you. Sure do. Right into your ears and eyes, and mm -hmm. it's called Coming Clean. Coming Clean. C U M M in design. No, no, it's no sorry. <laughs> Don't try this. Do a weird sorry. sex thing. So it's called Coming Clean, and yes. it's me and West, fully clothed. Need to state that. <laughs> In a bathtub, and we just talk about times that we've really embarrassed ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and cringy Facebook and Twitter yeah, posts. Yeah, and it's sort of like a, a cleansing experience. Yes, exactly. We're going to touch on some really important issues that I think the world isn't talking about but needs to. What's up with Oprah, huh? Where's Oprah these days? Is she gay? Has anyone... <laughs> 
I haven't seen a bird ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen the same bird every day for the past six years. Yeah. One bird. Yeah. And he tweets different each day. I think it's a message. Yeah, and he tweets neo-Nazi memes. What? On Twitter. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Why yeah. isn't anyone s- Screw stealing that bird. this bird? Screw that bird. <laughs> I was going to chant with you. It wouldn't sound good, though. Good. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, we forgot to announce that. Yes. Uh, so we're adding this at the end. But now we're so So enjoy so this drunk. bonus content. Oh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so drunk. Okay, we're gonna cut that last part. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, I'm uploading this actually as its own episode, <laughs> just this little audio file. I can't wait for ten years from now where I listen to this again yeah. and just I'm like, oh man, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that this is gonna be a future regret. This is gonna be it. Um, but yeah, we're filming episode one of Coming Clean this weekend. It'll come out at a tentative date. Um, Love that because we want it. <laughs> that's my favorite day in April because <laughs> um, we want it to be good and stuff. But yeah, yeah come and clean on the Tungsten Originals YouTube channel. Head on over, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Bye. Ding ding. This is it. This is the end. That was it. This is the end. I like it. Me too.